Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well, and that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. 
all of the evidence. It's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsOfEvidence.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. All right, on this Memorial Day weekend, as we get things started for you, we've got uh, a lot of information to get to. Governor Mike Huckabee, Dr. Gina Loudon, Joel Veldkamp, and Shelley Goldberg all spending today's broadcast with me, hoping to get your weekend off on the right foot. Stay here. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, I'm going to start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big guy has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can. He's playing the role as uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. It is a Friday edition, and not just any Friday edition. It is the Friday edition going into Memorial Day. And friends, if if there is a holiday that I wish we thought higher of in our consciousness, I wish this was the one. Because uh, my Christian friends observe Christmas with great sobriety. My Christian friends rejoice on Easter Sunday with great reason, because Jesus rose from the dead. We, we get all excited about the 4th of July and we shoot off the fireworks. Uh, my kids start asking for Halloween costumes in August. Uh, Thanksgiving is my personal favorite to holiday because it's about reflecting and giving thanks. But if there's one that I feel like kind of gets overlooked, it's the real meaning of Memorial Day, which is the uh, remembering the, the ultimate sacrifice that thousands and thousands and thousands of Americans have made so that you and I can continue to live in the freedoms that we have right now. And uh, so I hope that this Friday and this entire weekend is special for you and your loved ones. If you've got ones that we, you've lost uh, in the service to our country, our thoughts are with you as you remember them as well. Governor Mike Huckabee joins me here at the top of the show. And Governor, it's been quite a week. And when I think about Memorial Day and Resur- Resurrection Sunday and Christmas and Thanksgiving, I wonder how it is that I live in an America where Target can hire a Satanist who wants to make uh, trans kids uh, swimsuits and everything else uh, for people. And then I read the statistics this morning. Target has lost six billion dollars in revenue over two weeks. Governor, what's going on? Well, I think the people in America are waking up to this craziness. And these companies like Target, North Face, Bud Light. Uh, Hershey. I guess they think, yeah, they think that they're somehow going to win America by catering to 0.7% of the population. It's the nuttiest, most insane thing I can possibly think of. But I'm really glad that people are starting to vote with their pockets and say, no, we're not going to keep supporting some company that basically doesn't just do things that are repulsive, but they proudly defend doing repulsive things and act like that that's normal and that we're the crazy ones. And I think it's time to just say, no, thanks. There are other places to shop. 
you bring up a great point because I'm literally laying in bed talking to my lovely bride this morning. And I said, forget the forget the offensive part of it. Okay. That just, just the inappropriateness that's bad enough on its own. Forget that. But who sat in the target marketing board meeting and said, Hey, you know what we need to roll out next year? We need to find a supplier who can give us trans swimsuits because, you know, that market is just going to overwhelm every, and we're going to be the only ones that have it. And we're going to make a gazillion dollars off of, off of these swim like who, who sat around and said that was a great business move. Well, Kevin, you got to remember that most of these decisions are made by people on either the east or the west coast, New York or L.A. They're made by 20-something-year-old marketers who think that the rest of the country are as crazy as they are. So they do this thinking, well, this will be great. And then when they have the backlash, they're shocked. They can't believe that it's uh, as unpopular as it is. Well, they need to do a better job with research and development because I don't know any moms from, you know, uh, the middle of the country down to Texas, Arkansas, anywhere else. I don't know any moms that are going to be looking in target to find some trans swimsuit for their kid. (laughs) Yeah. Just crazy. You know, when they're labeled tuck friendly (laughs) and it has pictures, I mean, that's just, it's disgusting. Yeah. And then when you hire a Satanist to uh, do your marketing for you, here's the thing. I wonder... What would the uh, reaction be on the left if Target had hired an evangelical Christian? Let's say they hired uh, maybe Candace Cameron Bure uh, to be their spokesperson for uh, modest swimsuits. Well, there would be people having a fit. But at some point, I think what has to happen is what is happening. Right. People just say, we'll shop elsewhere. We're not going to continue to support your products. Maybe that's 0.7% of the population can sustain your business, but it doesn't look like that it will or can. And let's just hope people continue to say to these folks, no, we've had enough. It's up to our throats. And we've, we've just simply said, that's it. We're done. Well, governor, you bring up an interesting point because I am very concerned that at some point in the future, we are a nation that won't choose to vote that way because we don't have the value system like that anymore. And We've got to do better. We've got to do a better job of reminding ourselves and our kids and the next generation. And from this standpoint, I feel pretty good about it. The center right and the right are having children at a much higher rate than the left in in total numbers and percentages. But we've got to be diligent to pass on our faith and values and worldview to that generation because it's going to be it's going to be lost very quickly if we don't. Well, it is. And I think we're losing it constantly. But on the other hand, what you just mentioned, the birth rates are important. But the other thing is what we're beginning to see. We didn't see this for the first few years. It's nonsense. Everybody was wanting to be polite. Everyone wanted to be tolerant. Nobody wanted to be called a transphobe, a homophobe, a bigot, a misogynist. But now people are saying, wait a minute, I'm not a homophobe. I'm not a transphobe. I'm not a bigot. I'm not a racist, but I've got a brain. And my brain doesn't let me accept this craziness that is being passed off as normal. And I'm not going to do it anymore. And I'm not going to subject my kids to it. So what we're really seeing is an uprising of the sane. And let's hope it continues and it grows. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And I also think that there's a need to proportionally uh, connect that to our understanding of faith and who God is. I think as a culture, the less we acknowledge God, the, the bigger the problem. Um, and I'm hoping that there is a, a day of revival yet in front of us uh, that we are that we are not completely lost just yet. Let me move on to another uh, topic. Uh, get your thoughts on this. 
it's been announced that the Biden administration is going to formally shut down the investigation into the Clinton Foundation. Um, that's been going on a long time, Governor, but that was a very sketchy organization running money basically into Bill and Hillary's pockets um, in the guise of doing, you know, uh, charity work around the world. What's, what's your thought on this? Well, it's the next frontier that I think we're going to see a big backlash. Uh, people can look at this whole thing and they see that somebody who wasn't even at the Capitol on January 6th goes to prison for 18 years. Uh, you have other people who were just milling around and they didn't even go inside. They were just on the grounds and they're charged and going to spend two or three years in prison. And then you've got the Clinton Foundation. You have Hunter Biden and all of them are getting off the hook. And people are saying we do have a dual justice system. There's one well-connected and the people who have uh, decided to salute the Biden crime family. And then there's another one, another total different justice system that's supposed to apply to all the rest of America that just aren't that well-connected and frankly are hated by the radical left. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's truly uh, sad to watch. And as you just have to wonder, you know, I hope that people are paying attention enough to understand that they can't allow, you can't just go through the motions in this next election cycle. You've got to, uh, you, you've got to take a stand on things. You've got to make a decision. You've got to vote for people that you believe in and whose values replicate yours. Governor, real quickly, it's Memorial Day weekend. What's on the big Huckabee Today show on TBN? We've got a great lineup. Senator Marsha Blackburn will be with us. Former Acting Attorney General Matt Whitaker. Uh, we have a terrific uh, musical segment with the Swing Dolls. They do an Andrews Sisters uh, really oh, tribute cool. with the Love great music from World War II. It's going to be a fun show. I hope you watch it. All right. Governor, always appreciate you being with us. Thank you for being here. Thank you. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. heavyweight champion of the world. On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preach you won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock, and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down, and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north, into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. 
Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then, they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day, I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God, I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, friends, it may seem uh, unlikely to you, and if you're new to Kevin McCullough Radio, it may seem uh, even impossible, but it is not. There are still people on planet Earth today that are strongly persecuted for simply what they believe. And in places where that is impacting uh, Christian populations, uh, my friends at Christian Solidarity International have been at work hard in 18 specific countries, uh, specifically on on a variety of issues from human slavery to uh, wrongful imprisonment, sometimes things like uh, uh, war crimes and other things that are being uh, persecuted, uh, being uh, prosecuted against uh, Christians. They have been on the forefront of this and have been for a number of years. You've heard me talk uh, openly and very, very often about how they have helped um, with the slavery issue in multiple areas, but uh, their work goes beyond that. And today we're going to kind of get a snapshot of some of the places that they're at work. Joel Veldkamp rejoins us, and he is uh, at the uh, the CSI International Headquarters in Zurich, Switzerland, as he speaks with us right now. So, Joel, thanks for staying up late, and I appreciate you being here uh, the last couple of times you visited with us, you gave us an update on the Nagorno-Karabakh region of Azerbaijan. For my listeners who may not remember, this is an Armenian, uh, ethnically Armenian area, and Armenians are the oldest people who identify as Christian on planet Earth. Um, and what has happened here is that Turkey and the Azerbaijanese are wanting to eliminate the Christians that are there, and they have they have laid siege to this region, meaning they've they've surrounded it and been trying to starve them out. In essence, um, give us an update on what's going on there. Yeah, it's not good. This is day one hundred sixty-five of the siege. Wow. Um, no civilian traffic has been able to come in or out during those one hundred sixty-five days. 
Uh, the Red Cross has been allowed to bring in some supplies, but not nearly enough what the people need. And um, the electricity lines have been cut to the whole region. Uh, so the only electricity they have comes from this reservoir inside the region of Nagorno-Karabakh, which powers a, a hydroelectric dam. But the reservoir is now almost empty. You can Google it. You can see photos and videos. It's, it's dry. It looks like the desert in some places. Um, so I just talked to one of our friends in Nagorno-Karabakh a few days ago, and he told me he's the director of a hospital out there. And he told me, look, Joel, if we lose electricity here, we're going to lose all our machinery in the hospital. You can't just disconnect hospital machinery from electricity. It will, it will break. It needs to be maintained. It needs to be operated. Um, so he's just losing his mind with worry right now. Um. And there's and the the suffering is immense and it's been ongoing. Um, I, I heard that even the Red Cross has been disallowed from continuing their their help for in some ways. Yep, a few weeks ago, Azerbaijan tightened the siege and the Red Cross was not able to come in for at least three weeks. I I'm not sure if they're allowed to come in now or not. That's not clear from the information I have, but either way, it's it's quite grim. Um, and what makes it worse is that it's it's quite clear to us that the Biden administration is seeking to pressure the Republic of Armenia into giving up this region to Azerbaijan and letting the people there be ethnically cleansed and driven from their homes. Um, the U.S. has its own set of interests in the region. They really want to kind of unify the whole region against Russia. So they're allies with Turkey, they're allies with Azerbaijan, and they would like to bring Armenia into the fold. And these 120,000 Christians who are trying to live in their homeland are the only thing standing in the way of that goal. Um, so it's quite alarming. Uh, we're seeing statements coming out from the Biden administration that are not good at all, and we're trying to work against it. But um, I must say, I'm, I'm quite worried. And the administration is saying all that, understanding the, the suffering that is currently underway. Yeah, they'll, they'll condemn the siege and they'll say Azerbaijan should stop this. Uh, but when they were asked, for example, are you considering sanctions against Azerbaijan? They said, absolutely not. That's out of the question, which All right. strikes me as odd, considering how many countries in the world were willing to sanction. Um, yeah, we're, we're normally willing to sanction people at the drop of a hat. Um, so it's very, very strange. Um, let's check in on a couple of other places. Pakistan, uh, two teenagers have been picked up off the street. They were accused of desecrating the Quran in Muslim dominant countries. We know that's a serious thing. Um, what's the story? What were they doing? Did they really do that? Well, the story that we have is that they were just talking really in the street. Uh, these are two cousins named Simon and Otto, aged 18 and 14. Um, and there's a policeman who's kind of known for being a troublemaker in the neighborhood. And he was walking by and saw them talking and pointed at them and said, you just insulted the prophet. You just insulted Muhammad. And they said, no, he didn't. What are you talking about? But they were arrested and taken to jail. Um, and we don't know how long they'll be there. Some people have waited in jail 10 years before they ever saw the inside of a courtroom for these um, charges. The problem is the existence of these laws that, you know, make it a crime to desecrate the Quran or to insult Muhammad, a crime punishable by death in some cases, creates an atmosphere of terror where just being accused is basically the same as being found guilty, because what government official is going to be courageous enough to find you not guilty once the accusation has been made? 
Yeah, that's that's discouraging. Um, what's the outlook for them? What what's the immediate process by which they're under? So they, they've been taken to jail. They've been charged. Uh, they have what they call a first information report against them. And after that, we just don't know. You know, the Pakistani criminal justice system is not great. And there, like I said, there have been Christians who just wait for years and years and never see the inside of a courtroom. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, they'll be fortunate. Maybe they'll have a, a judge with integrity, but probably not looking at the track record. Most now, recently, likely, CSI had some success in a similar case. Tell me about that. Yeah, we were very we rejoiced at this, really. This was a woman uh, who worked at a school, um, and she's an illiterate woman, actually. A lot of Christians in Pakistan don't know how to read because Christians tend to come from the, the poorer classes. Christianity had a great appeal uh, to people who were not from the elites in Pakistan. Um, and she was doing her job. She was taking care of, of the garbage, and apparently someone had thrown pages of the Quran into the garbage. And so then she took the garbage and completed the process of throwing it away. And someone saw it and accused her of desecrating the Quran. Uh, so she was arrested immediately and taken to prison. Um, thankfully, CSI has a pretty good network of lawyers inside Pakistan who are used to these cases, who are experienced in these kinds of problems. And they went there right away. They met with the religious leaders of the town. They met with the police. They explained this was not intentional. Um, and after just 23 days, she was released on bail. Uh, now, those were a terrible 23 days for her. She was chained by her ankle in a cell all by herself. She was treated badly by the prison staff because she's a Christian. She was accused of blasphemy. Um, and the charges still haven't been dropped. So there's a sword hanging over her future. Uh, she can't go home. Threats against her life are too intense. But at least she's out of prison. Um, and... We're very grateful for that and very encouraged to see that it is possible sometimes. Well, I'm grateful for that small glimpse of good news. But friends, if you want to know more about what CSI is doing, and you hear me talk about the uh, Slave Liberation Program all the time, but as you can see, they're involved in a lot of other efforts uh, that involve the persecution of Christians on a global scale. Go to csi-usa.org and check out their reports on various regions around the world. They are very, very active, and it's one of the reasons why we have these conversations with CSI on a monthly basis. Joel Velkamp, thank you for your time. We appreciate you being with us. Thank you, Kevin. God bless. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsOfEvidence.com. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. 
Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, it is the Friday before Memorial Day, and we do hope that you have a meaningful day on Monday and remember those who have lost their lives, paid the highest price for uh, the freedoms that you and I continue to enjoy. That's not that's not something that the left likes to remember very much, by the way, but that is something that we must remember uh, as we go forward. And uh, someone who did serve his country in uniform is a uh, former governor or governor. <laughs> he wants to be the former governor of Florida. He announced this week that he's running for president. But is that the best thing that he should be doing? Someone who has had an opinion about this since long before uh, Ron DeSantis made his announcement is my uh, friend and guest, Dr. Gina Loudon, who joins me now. Gina, I know that uh, you're kind of loaded for bear on this because you and your 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 assistant Jason have been telling me for a long time he's going to run and it's not the right thing to do and he needs to listen to the people of his state. He didn't do that. 
you know, Kevin, that's that's about as well uh, summed up as I can think of ever stating it. Um, he he owed the citizens of Florida who supported him and voted for him, including one very prominent citizen of Florida named Donald Trump, uh, who helped him, who made him governor. Um, and the MAGA movement that also came in when President Trump asked us to and helped to make Ron DeSantis governor when he was losing, um, he owed us being governor. And, and since he's been traveling around the country, a lot of bad things have happened in Florida that I think much of the rest of the country is largely unaware of. Um, but because we don't have a governor right now who's acting and it has really cost Floridians in a lot of ways. Um, that that are, are are hurtful. And there's been some bad legislation passed that has hurt some business owners. Some close friends of mine have been put completely out of business by some bad legislation that Ron DeSantis signed um, and and on and on. And so it's it's it, there's just a lot happening here when you don't pay attention to your job as governor. That's not a small job. No, it's not. And I have this general opinion, Gina, I've always had this general opinion that if you run for a job, you should fulfill that job. And then if you want to go on from that job, maybe you're in the lame duck year or something, you you make it clear you're not going to ask for that job again. I don't like these these people that sometimes, and you see it in the Senate and House all the time, people run for two offices and they'll be like, well, you know, I know I'll win my district, but uh, just in case I'd like to be governor too, or I'd like to be this or that. I, I've always thought that was disingenuous and really damaging actually to the to the voters because the voters deserve to have someone give his word and then fulfill it. And Governor DeSantis got the biggest, I mean, he sw- he swapped uh, a couple of very uh, longtime Democratic counties with uh, portions of the vote that had never been carried, had not been carried by Republican for a long time. And you'd think with that kind of mandate, he would be really raring to go to to do that job. And if if out of the goodness of his heart, while he's doing that job, former President Trump said, hey, I'd like you to be my number two, then 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 that's a different story. That's not someone who's aiming for it and then is trying to, you know, get out of the job that he has. To me, it's about when you give your word, do what you said. He was practically a shoe in practically a shoe-in, Kevin, for president uh, in the next election. And instead of that, he's come out and said that the last election was legitimate, which there isn't a person that he wants to vote for him who believes that, honestly. Um, He has taken the other side of many conservative issues. He's compromised by meeting with enemies of MAGA. Um, I mean, he's totally turncoated. He's left with no base because it's not like the left is going to vote for him. The right is sure as heck not going to vote for him. Now, the only support Ron DeSantis has right now, and you can take this one to the bank, look at every single commentator or pundit coming out, you know, or influencer or whatever, coming out all of a sudden, oh, they're for Ron DeSantis. I had to explain this in a group text with all my best friends last night. I said every single one of them is someone who believes they've been dissed by President Trump. They didn't get the job they wanted. They didn't get the interview they wanted. They didn't get the attention they wanted for some article they wrote. You know, we all might have to just tuck in our pride and do the right thing for the future of our children. But if some people are going to choose not to and are going to get on the side of Ron DeSantis, I'm going to expose them the same way I would expose anyone who is threatening my children's future. And that's what the real vengeance, Kevin. No, I understand. And uh, look, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that he was told that at least in MAGA country, this decision was going to be received this way. There was never any doubt. I, 
I know too many people that are um, even, you know, more MAGA than you. <laughs> I don't know that that's possible, but uh, and I and and I I just thought all along from the beginning, uh, and you and I had discussions about it. I said, you know, it it's just really it doesn't behoove him to run right now. This is not his time. This is we need to approach this. Uh, those of us that are that are supporters of President Trump need to approach this as though he was the incumbent, because he in essence was. He was, uh, I believe, yeah. illegitimately robbed of that incumbency, uh, and he would have won the largest reelection margin of any incumbent president in the history of the country. And there's no room for ego in this fight. We have, no. to, we have to be focused on what the objective is, and the objective is making the change. All right, Dr. Gina, always appreciate it. You too, Kevin. Thank you. Kevin McCullough coming right back. champion of the world on april 28th experience the movie based on the miraculous story of george foreman george foreman ain't no new champ he is the new chump i'm not going to box anymore i'm on follow god it's the greatest comeback story of all time there's only two things i know how to do box and preach and preach you won't pay the bills foreman's 45 years old the risk isn't losing it's surviving how can you beat that man i'm gonna do this my way big george foreman exclusively in movie theaters april 28th rated pg-13 maybe inappropriate for children under 13 for those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. Uh, we have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, and she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work. But because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog. If you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, as she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, she would do hard work every day, carry water, long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. 
And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. Across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, you know, every week we try to, at some point in time, uh, set the uh, headlines aside and uh, help you become, in a very proactive way, a specifically better (laughs) grandparent, parent, uh, mentor uh, in some fashion. We call it the Parenting Express, and usually it's on Wednesdays, sometimes Scheduling doesn't quite work out, but we are thrilled to talk with Shelly Goldberg today, uh, who da, 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 has some big news. She's now a grandmother. Shelly, congratulations. I know that that's a thank, big, big deal. Thank you, Kevin. Yes, I can hear it in your smile. <laughs> thank you. It's extraordinary. And that's why I decided today, I mean, with with Mother's Day behind us, Father's Day coming up, and now that I understand grandparenting, it's I would love to talk about the countless ways, the hundreds of ways that grandparenting is beneficial to the family. Okay. I like that. And, and grandparents are caregivers, teachers, playmates, trusted advisors. Uh, we do it all. We do it all. So here are a number of ways. And by the way, I, I think beginning this, what I'm really, the shout out is I really want parents to pause before they move halfway across the country uh, and don't have to. I don't, if you have to because of a job, that's one thing. But right. it's, gee, I like Colorado, you know, but my whole family's in New York, but let's go anyway. You know, maybe you think twice about it. And grandparents, instead of running off to Florida or, or Arizona, maybe think twice about it if the whole family is on the East Coast or, or in New England someplace. Because the benefits that you bring to them and they give you are really quite extraordinary. All right, number one, grandparents improve mental health. Yes, they do, Kevin. They help children grow with confidence. They help kids grow and cope with stress. And there's even a number of studies that show that behavioral issues uh, are less, they're fewer when there's a grandparent living in the house Hmm. or living next door, living very, very close by. So they provide an enormous amount of resilience when it comes to mental health. Uh, They provide a sense of security. They're like a big security blanket. There's the the physical affection, the tremendous comforting, and that's especially important when there's disruptions in the house, like a new job, uh, the birth of a second baby, um, maybe you're moving to a new neighborhood, uh, even a divorce. It's a tremendous 
security blanket is what comes to mind is that phrase because that's what grandparents do right grandparents also introduce their grandchildren to shared interests whether it's biking playing chess gardening uh playing golf and all of those things are things that live on long after the grandparents are gone and in a way grandparents live on within your child because of those shared interests uh improved physical health because it's the grandparents who very often are reinforcing and influencing all those good habits kevin you know no smoking no alcohol eat healthy go outside and play more but very often it's it's the grandparents who are echoing those messages we know that grandparents for sure help with childcare that that translates into finance and money if it's a single parent for sure that's great help and if you know mom and dad are both there grandparents help with the babysitting and that's also money and finances so they help in that way grandparents also provide enormous wisdom because they have great intuition you know i mean that's something that you can only get you know with living on this planet and they also provide the, the they pass down those long standing family traditions which are also going to keep your kids grounded you know um uh, if your grand if the grandparents don't live close by then by all means please stay connected whether it's uh by phone or writing letters or virtual playdates or zoom if they do live close by you know around the block or hopefully next door see them for sunday dinners walks in the park sporting events going to the library doing puzzles together but they are they really do bring magical things and the last thing I'll say Kevin before you weigh in is there's something called the grandmother effect I would widen it to make make it the grandmother and the grandfather effect studies have shown in the blue zones those zones across the world where people live to be 100 or over 100 one of the variables that always pops up in these people who are living to over 100 it was because in the family there was always the grandparents were either living in the family in the house or right next door to their children and it means and what happens is the grandparents end up living longer the parents end up being healthier and living longer and the children the children have less disease and less uh, higher uh, less mortality less mortality so your thoughts on all of this kevin no i you know what i i so agree with so much of what you just said and um i was really privileged i did not grow up in a very wealthy uh family in fact we we were very solidly lower middle class uh economically but the one thing that i felt very rich in is that my grandparents were close by my dad's parents lived about 4 miles away uh my my mom's parents lived literally next door to me and wow. i got to see both sides of the family's grandparents uh, almost any time i wanted i could just be like hey i want to go see grandpa and i just you know walk across the yard to grandpa's house and it was a lot there were a lot of summer days after school afternoons those types of times where um grandpa would be working in the yard and he could tell that i wanted to help him and i maybe wasn't big enough to run the lawnmower yet or whatever but he he taught me how to you know weed flower beds and trim sh- shrubs and but in those hours of doing that work together um he taught me some of the greatest things that i've held on to even to this day um for instance um it was my grandfather that always said plan your work and work your plan it was my grandfather who said 
if you can't find time to do the job right the first time, when will you find time to do it over again? Um, it was, it was my grandfather who just repeatedly filled my, my head with wisdom and always had time for me, never, never turned me away, um, et cetera. And it wasn't that my parents, you know, weren't there, they were obviously around, but that, that closeness that I had with this kind of, um, you know, person who had definitely lived life well beyond me. In fact, both of my grandfathers were the, were the dedications in my second book, the kind of man, every man should be. I dedicated it to them because I felt like they were some of the men that showed me how to grow up and be a man. And if there's anything we've learned in the modern era, it's that young men need older men to show them how to be uh, a man in, in increasingly larger numbers. So um, I felt very rich and very blessed to have uh, a rich, rich time with my grandparents. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. champion of the world. On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preaching won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. 
My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, uh, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And again, I hope that you will take at least a moment or two over the course of this uh, Memorial Day weekend, not just to fire up a dog or a burger or to uh, enjoy some time with friends or even, you know, uh, go do something fun with your family, although I hope you do all of that. I, I, I think that holidays are wonderful times to reinforce with your family the, the blessings that you have. But I do hope that you will take uh, a moment or two to reflect upon the thought that there are men and women in uniform right now who are defending you. That if we were called up into a, a global engagement, that they would be the first ones to go. And if any were to lose their lives, they would have done so in the service of you. On Memorial Day, we don't thank everyone in uniform, but we do remember and hold dear those who have died in uniform, serving their country, giving their life so that we could have the freedoms that we have today. A lot of countries honor their armed forces in different ways. Some dictators have huge military parades where they march all their weapons and all their uniformed uh, military down their streets and they put on big shows. That's not what we do in America. What we do here is we go to those who have served and we put our arm around them and we say thank you. If it's a grandfather or a father or an uncle or an aunt or whoever it may be, we, we say to them, we are free today because you did that. But on Memorial Day in particular, we remember that the price of American freedom, which is still the single most unique form of governance ever created in planet Earth, that we would be self-determined by the voices and will of the people, that there would be an element of self-determination in every angle and aspect of what our life is made up of. And friends, it's sad because we're raising generations now with less knowledge of American history and less knowledge of the founding of the country, and there's fewer people that understand any of this. But we have the freedoms we have now because all of that was true. And so whether they died from the Revolutionary War <laughs> under George Washington or whether they died very recently in um, whatever conflict we've been involved in, 
they've all died for the same purpose, that American freedom would continue to be that beacon of hope to people that are looking for it. And it's a reminder just how important our elections are. As you think about what is just ahead, you think about the the tremendously important issues that we face. I hope that you'll pick candidates that reflect your values. I hope that you have values, and I hope that you'll reflect candidates, uh, pick candidates that reflect those. Because if we don't, if we just kind of mindlessly go about voting or maybe deciding not to vote or just pulling a lever for something because somebody said that's what you should do, then we're going to lose what makes America unique. America is built on God-given rights that we have affirmed in our founding documents. And it has been the blood of the patriots that have died, that we remember this weekend, that have kept those rights enshrined and safe. We owe them a debt of thanks. Kevin McCullough, we'll see you next time.